Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you are connected from. Uh, I want to welcome everyone to another session of Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and yourself as brethren. And I also want to thank esteemed Mr. for the opportunity to lead today's intercessory prayer. Esteemed family, the prayer has been posted in the chat room and we are still praying against artificial food shortages and policies made to frustrate the vulnerable. I'm going to be praying this morning. We're going to be praying this morning. Um, we're going to be praying fervently in terms of the spirit that the vulnerable communities are divinely empowered with wisdom to sustainable agricultural practices that ensure food security and self-sufficiency. Hallelujah. We're going, to be cut, we're going to cut off the power of the enemy that seeks to instigate and promote insecurities in agricultural communities across the nations. And I want to affirm God's righteousness and peace in these communities in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And our anchor scripture is Psalms 24, verse 1, KJV. So the heart of the Lord and the fullness thereof, the word and they that dwell, that dwell therein. Hallelujah. Esteemed family, kind of Mr. Mike, begin to Against artificial food shortages and policies made to frustrate vulnerable. Lord, we pray this morning that yes, farmers in these communities, pray that farmers in vulnerable communities are divinely empowered with wisdom to engage sustainable cultural practices that will ensure food security and self-sufficiency in the name of Jesus. And they will, they will have no need to require aid in the name of Jesus. That they will have no need to require aid from the deep state in the name of the Lord Jesus. Because they will have wisdom. They will have wisdom in the name of the Lord Jesus. Just like Jacob, they will have that wisdom, that wisdom, and how best to farm, to engage in the name of Jesus. 
Thank you, Father, because yet there is surplus. There is surplus in nations of the world. Thank you, Father, for Jesus' precious name. We pray. Amen. Once again, I want to thank you, Simstamakama, for the opportunity to use today's intercession prayer. Thank you, esteemed family, for being part of today's intercession prayer. Thank you for the changes that are caused around the world. Thank you, esteemed prayer team, for your sacrifice and labor of love. God bless you. Right now, I'll be handing over to the praise and worship team for the next session. Thank you all, and do enjoy the rest of the devotion. Oh Lord, you are so great, so excellent. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, a beautiful, everything you've made, so colorful, you made the heavens, you were wonderful. The power of your word, no other God compares. Oh God, you made the earth. You are more than excellent, more than excellent, Lord, you are. More than excellent. More than excellent, God, you are. Oh, more than excellent, more than excellent, God, you are. Beautiful, Lord, you are. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You are beautiful. Everything you made so colorful. I you made the heaven so wonderful. The power of your word, no other God compared. You made the earth, oh God, you were more than excellent, more than excellent. Lord, you are ah, more than excellent, more than excellent. Lord, you are, oh God, more than excellent, more than excellent. God, you are, oh, more than excellent. More than excellent, God, you are. Hey, the earth is full of your goodness. Treasures everywhere. There are treasures everywhere. Hidden riches are secret places. Treasures everywhere. There are treasures everywhere. The earth. It's full of your goodness, treasures everywhere, 
treasures everywhere, hidden riches of secret places, treasures everywhere, there are treasures everywhere, the earth is full of your goodness, treasures everywhere, there are treasures everywhere, hidden riches of secret places, treasures everywhere, there are treasures everywhere, more than excellent, more than excellent, God you are, oh, more than excellent, more than excellent, God you are, yeah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. The earth is indeed full of your goodness of your treasures, of your blessings, of the multitude of witness that you are good, that you are God, and none compares to you. We thank you for a most beautiful celebration of our man of God. Thank you for another birthday, a special one at that. Thank you for the gift of the man of God in this world. Thank you for our lives that have been built, especially by his words. Thank you for the privilege to have access to such truths and knowledge and to get it right in life because of that. Lord, we give you praise. You are gracious, you are kind, you are good, and you are God. Thank you, our Heavenly Father. In the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Um, depending on where you are connected from, welcome to Another time of devotion. Um, today is the 8th of December, and um, it's a day after the celebration of the birthday of the man of God. And I believe that you saw and read many of the things that um, many people had to say, and you also had a lot of testimonies to share about the impact in your life. Um. In this house, in this inspired by the word family, we are direct beneficiaries of this blessing, especially because um, most of the materials that we use for our personal development across several ramifications of life have come directly or as recommended by the man of God, Pastor Chris. And we've had testimonies engaging the word of God that he's taught us, putting to work the instructions that he's given, and we have returned with victory reports. Yesterday, we spent time to pray, especially at the 8 p.m. prayer for the nations, and we prayed concerning the impact of the ministry of the man of God, Pastor Chris, across the nations of the world. We took time to pray, and in gratitude to God, we shared our testimonies across several platforms. So congratulations to you. And for those of you who watched the Royal Thanksgiving service, if you missed it, it's actually still online. You can watch it if you um, check. Um, I'm not sure when the Love World Networks would um, reshow them reshow the the service but if you check watch pastor chris on youtube the channel you find it 
and you can watch it and ensure to give a thanksgiving offering at the end as we all did. Praise God. Today is the 8th of December and we'll be reviewing the Rhapsody of Realities um, for today. Um, Walk as he walked is the title of today's devotional article and our opening text is taken from 1 John 2 from verse 5 to 6. But whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. He that said he abided in him ought himself also to walk, even as he walked. You know what this um, verse is, is saying? You know um, how you deal with somebody and the person finds out that you are from a particular place and the person makes a statement like, ah, he's from this place. And so why is he now behaving like this? Reason being that there is an expectation of people who are from people who are from such a place. He's saying that if you abide in him, you are supposed to walk even as he walked. That means, remember a few days ago, we we're talking about how the word Christian came about. Christian means Christ-like. And it came as certain people trying to describe this new class of people that were behaving in a particular way. But they could trace their behavior to Christ, the Christ that had just been killed. So they call them Christians because they were just behaving and acting and living out a life that was similar to that of the Christ that had been crucified. So he's saying that if you abide in Christ, you also should walk as he walked. Being born again, the love of God is already perfected in us. His love is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who lives within us. Romans 5 and verse 5. It's no use praying, O Lord, put more of your love in my heart. No, you possess the fullness of God's love in your heart. Did somebody see that? It would have been nice if he says you possess God's love in your heart, but he says the fullness. That means you can absolutely love like God loves you possess the fullness of God's love in your heart. You can love as he loves. That's why the Bible enjoins us to walk even as he walked. You find that in 1 John 2, 6, it was part of our opening text. If you claim to abide in Christ, you should live as he did, emulate him. He was love personified. Ephesians 5, 1 to 2 tells us to emulate him in our love walk. Is somebody seeing love walk here? How many of you got your meditation cards? Of course, if you were at the Hangout, you got a meditation card um, concerning your love work. You know, I gave that meditation card to one of my members who I'm training in leadership. And, um, you know, he sent me a message um, some days later. He said, wow, thank you so much for those cards. I have started going through them. I'm on day so, so, and so, and um, my life is already changing. Many of us had great changes happen with us, especially inside of us in the time of our love walk. Many of us did things that we normally would not do. Remember giving a gift every day to someone who couldn't repay you, who remembers. And then did you continue or did you stop after the month of love walk? Praise God. So it says, emulate him in our love walk. I love work. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling aroma. New KJV. Praise God. We can live, act, and think like him because we have the same life with him. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 16 says, But we have the mind of Christ. So like the master, never be intimidated by circumstances. In every situation, manifest the glory and power of divinity. 
Nothing could limit Jesus. He exercised absolute dominion over the forces and elements of this world. Never be intimidated by the challenges that you face. No matter how tough they are, walk as Jesus walked. Today, you are the manifestation of him. You are the expression of him. This is what true Christianity is, living the Christ life, the unveiling and outworking of Christ in and through you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, two key things that are highlighted in today's devotional um, article. Number one is your love work. Number two is how you handle situations of life. And um, when I was reading this um, devotional article earlier, I I, I was just thinking, um, you know, sometimes it, it seems like a very tall order when we are asked to behave like God. Have you ever felt like, ah, oh, but that God is God, me and me. You know, sometimes you read through the scriptures or sometimes you read an article like today and it's telling you to behave like God. And you're like, ah, do we know we're talking about God? But the truth is, um, the Lord never lied to anyone and God never asked us to do anything that we could not do. It will not be fair of him, actually, if he asks us to do something that we cannot do or something that he did not empower us to do. But anything that God tells you to do is because you have been programmed to do it and it is in you to do it. If he says for us to love as God loves, it is possible. If you remember for many of you, even in the month of love work, you did things you never thought were, were possible. Some of you were so badly hurt that you didn't think you would forgive the person that had hurt you, but now you're even trying to remember the offense. Do we have such um, examples in the hearts? in the house you gave gifts to people that you have told you you have promised yourself that i will never have anything to do with this person today you are best of friends you know the funny thing is that do you know that when you have um, i don't should i use the word fought when you have fought with somebody for so long you know those those people that they will say that these ones they don't see eyeball to eyeball do you know that when those people finally come to terms with each other they end up becoming very best friends how many of you have observed it how many of you today are best friends with somebody that you didn't used to see eyeball to eyeball before and you see that seed of love that seed of friendship is what the devil actually sees ahead and fights it ahead. Then suddenly it's like these people, they will never see each other. Just forget it. They can't even, those two people are, those ones, they, they don't, they never agree. But then you now discover that, ah, ah, this person is so nice. This person is so kind. Why were we even fighting before? What was the issue between us before? Is there anyone who has had that kind of experience? Sometimes the so-called very difficult people, they are just going through a lot. They are not as difficult as you as you think they are. With um, the heart of love, and love is a force that breaks every resistance. It's only a matter of time. Love will always work. Love will always work. And I want to say this to husbands and wives who are connected. Um, before you married each other, one of the prevailing forces that brought you together is that you you is is that of love. You know, people used to say that you fell in love. Somebody say that, and the reason they they having challenges because you fell walking walking love. <laughs> that's 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 funny, but I, I'm just trying to say that if love brought you together, you you loved each other so much that. You didn't think you could live without each other, and that's why you married each other. That same love is the same force that will keep you together. It's the same force that will help you conquer whatever challenges you're presently experiencing in your marriage. In, in the scriptures, there are many things that God, um, you know, they can say that God is the God of peace. God is the God of this. God is the God of grace. God is the God of that. 
But love is one thing that is equated with God when the Bible says that God is love. That means you can exchange, you know, when they say, AKA, also known as God, also known as love. Love will always conquer. Love will always win. Love will always beat down every resistance. You can always try love. Many of you tried love in the 30 days of love work and it worked. It worked. Some of you reefed of many years were settled in that month. Matters of many years were forgiven in that month. Love will always work. So walk as you walked and walk in love. God bless you. We'll be back for the meditation. Over to you, esteemed Pastor Hope. Thank you, Ma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connected from. We'll go back to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and I'll start with the further studies. Hallelujah. First John 4, 16. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. 1 John 4, 17. Therein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. Praise God. Ephesians 5, 1-2. to Therefore be imitators of God, copy him, and follow his example as well-beloved children, imitate their father, and walk in love, esteeming and delighting in one another, as Christ loved us and gave himself. Praise God. Please let's take the confession together. Dear Father, I thank you for the profound truth of your word. And it's building my life from glory to glory. Your love is perfected in my heart and it flows through me to bring succor to a hurting world. I'm the expression and manifestation of Christ, his glory, power, and righteousness today. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the Bible study, new Bible study reading for today's devotion. And we are in the book of Revelation, praise God. Revelation chapter 1, a revealing of Jesus, the Messiah. God gave it to make plain to his servants what is about to happen. He published and delivered it by angel to his servant John. And John told everything he saw, God's word the witness of Jesus Christ. How blessed the reader, how blessed the hearers and keepers of these oracle words, all the words written in this book. Time is just about up. Caption, his eyes, pouring fire, please. I, John, am writing this to the seven churches in Asia province. All the best to you from the, from the God who is the God who was and the God about to arrive and from the seven spirits assembled before his throne and from Jesus Christ, loyal witness, firstborn from the dead, ruler of all epic kings, glory and strength to Christ who loves us, who blood washed our sins from our lives, who made us a kingdom priest for his father forever and yes, is on his way, riding the clouds, he will be seen by every eye. Those who mocked and killed him will see him. People from all nations and all times will tear their clothes and laments. Oh, yes. The master declares, I am A to Z. I am the God who is, the God who was, and the God about to arrive. I'm the sovereign strong. I, John, with you all the way in trial and the kingdom, and the passion of patience in Jesus was on the island called Patmos because of God's word, the weakness of Jesus. It was Sunday and I was in the spirit praying. I heard a loud voice behind me, trumpet clear and piercing. Write what you see into a book. Send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, Simna, Pergamon, Thyatira, Sardis, 
Philadelphia, Laodicea, I turned and saw the voice. I saw a gold memona with seven branches and in the center, the son of man, in a robe and gold plates, gold breastplates, hair, a blizzard of white, eyes, pouring fire blaze, feet, both feet furnace, fired bronze, his voice, a roar, right hand holding the seven stars, his mouth is a sharp beaten sword, his face is a blinding sun. I saw this and I fainted dead at his feet, and his right hand pulled me right up. His voice reassured me, don't fear, I am first and I'm last. I'm alive, I died, but I came to life, and my life is now forever. See these keys in my hand? They open and lock death doors. They open and lock hell gates. Now, write down everything you see. Things that are, things that are, things about to be. The seven stars you saw in my right hand and the seven branch gold memona. Do you want to know what's behind them? The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. The memona seven branches are seven churches. Praise the Lord. We've come to the end of today's New Testament reading. I say a big thank you to Sister Maka for this opportunity. So have a prolific day, everyone. God bless you. God bless you too, esteemed Pastor Nye. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from. I'd like to start by thanking the same Sister Maka for this great opportunity to take us through the Old Testament reading of our one-year Bible reading plan. Glory to God. Today we'll be reading the book of Daniel, chapters 11 and 12. <clears throat> Please, pardon my voice. <clears throat> Daniel 11. And I, in my turn, have been helping him out as best I can ever since the first year in the reign of Darius the Mede. <clears throat> this is just a continuation of um, the preceding chapter where the angel had visited Daniel, telling him about the Great War and how um, his prayer was answered from the first day he started praying about the king of Persia. He was fighting against the prince of Persia and he had to be helped by Michael, the archangel. So this is just a continuation. Caption, the kings of the south and the north. <clears throat> but now let me tell you the truth of how things stand. Three more kings of Persia will show up, and then a fourth will become richer than all of them. When he senses that he is powerful enough as a result of his wealth, he will go to war against the entire kingdom of Greece. Then a powerful king will show up and take over a huge territory and run things just as he pleases. But at the height of his power, with everything seemingly under control, his kingdom will split into four parts, like the four points of the compass. But his heirs won't get in on it. There will be no continuity with his kingship. Others will tear it to pieces and grab whatever they can get for themselves. Next, the king of the south will grow strong, but one of his princes will grow stronger than he and rule, and rule an even larger territory. After a few years, the two of them will make a pact, and the daughter of the king of the south will marry the king of the north to, commit, to cement the peace agreement. But her influence will weaken and her child will not survive. She and her servants, her child, and her husband will be betrayed. Sometime later, a member of the royal family will show up and take over. He will take command of his army and invade the defenses of the king of the north and win a, and win a resounding victory. He will load up their tin gods and all the gold and silver trinkets that go with them and cut them off to Egypt. Eventually, the king of the north will recover and invade the country of the king of the south, but unsuccessfully, he will have to retreat. 
But then his sons will raise a huge army and rush down like a flood, a torrential attack on the defenses of the south. Furious, the king of the north will come out and engage the king of the north and his huge army in battle and rout them. As the corpses are cleared from the field, the king, inflamed with blood loss, will go on will go on a bloodletting rampage, massacring tens of thousands. But his victory won't last long, for the king of the north will put together another army bigger than the last one, and after a few years, he'll come back to do battle again with his immense army and endless supplies. In those times, many others will get into the act and go off to fight against the king of the south. <clears throat> Hot heads from your own people, drunk on dreams, will join them, but they will sputter out. When the king of the north arrives, he'll build siege works and capture the outpost fortress city. The armies of the south will fall to pieces before him. Not even their famous commando shock troops will slow down the attack. He'll march in big as you please, as if he owned the place. He'll take over that beautiful country, Palestine, and make himself at home in it. Then he'll proceed to get everything lock, stock, and barrel in his control. He'll cook up a peace treaty and even give his daughter in marriage to the king of the south in a plot to destroy him totally. But the plot will fizzle. It won't succeed. Later, will turn his attention to the coastal regions and capture a bunch of prisoners. But a general will step in and put a stop to his bullying ways. The bully will be bullied. He will go back home and tend to his own military affairs. But by then, he will be washed up and soon will be heard of no more. He will be replaced shortly by a real loser. His rule, reputation and authority already in shreds, and he won't last long. He'll slip out of history quietly without even a fight. His place will be taken by a reject. Man spurned and passed over for advancement. will surprise everyone, seemingly coming out of nowhere, and will seize the kingdom. He'll come in like a steamroller, flattening the opposition. Even the prince of the covenant will be crushed. After negoci negotiating a ceasefire, he will betray its terms. With a few henchmen, he will take total control. Arbitrarily and impulsively, he will invade the richest provinces, who surpass all his ancestors near and distant, in his rape of the country, grabbing and looting, living with his cronies in corrupt and lavish luxury. He will make plans against the fortress cities, but they will turn out to be short-sighted. He will get a great army together, all charged up to fight the king of the south. The king of the south, in response, will get his army, an even greater army, in place, ready to fight. But he won't be able to sustain their intensity for long <laughs> because of the treacherous intrigue in his own ranks, his court having been honeycombed with vicious plots. His army will be smashed and battlefield filled with corpses. The two kings, each with evil designs on the other, will sit at the conference table and trade lies. Nothing will come out, nothing will come of the treaty, which is nothing but a tissue of lies anyway. But that's not the end of it. There's more to this story. The king of the north will go home loaded down with plunder, but his mind will be set on destroying the holy covenant as he passes through the country on his way home. One year later, he will mount a fresh invasion of the south, but the second invasion won't compare to the first. When the Roman ships arrive, he will turn tail and go back home, but as he passes through the country, he will be filled with anger at the holy covenant. He will take up with all those who betray the Holy Covenant, favoring them. 
the bodyguard surrounding him will march in and secrete the sanctuary and citadel. <clears throat> Excuse me. They will throw out the daily worship and set up in its place the obscene sacrilege. The king of the north will play up to those who betray the holy covenant, corrupting them even further with his seductive talk. But those who stay courageously loyal to their God will take a strong stand. Those who keep their heads on straight, those who keep their heads on straight will teach the crowds right from wrong by their example. They'll be put to severe testing for a reason for a season. Some killed, some burned, some exiled, some robbed. When the testing is intense, they'll get some help, but not much. Many of the helpers will be half-hearted. At best, the testing will refine, cleanse, and purify those who keep their heads on straight and stay true, for there is still more to come. Meanwhile, the king of the Nord will do whatever he pleases. He'll puff himself up and posture himself as greater than any god. He will even dare to brag and boast in defiance of, of the god of gods, and he'll get by with it for a while until this time of wrathful judgment is completed for what is decreed must be done he will have no respect for the gods of his ancestors not even that popular favorite among women adonis contemptuous of every god and goddess the king of the nord will puff himself up greater than all of them He'll even stoop to despising the God of the Holy Ones. And in the place where God is worshipped, he will put on exhibit with a lavish show of silver and gold and jewels, a new God that no one has ever heard of. Marching under the banner of a strange God, he will attack the key fortresses. He will promote everyone who falls into line behind his God putting them in positions of power and paying them off with grants of land. In the final wrap of his story, the king of the south will confront him, but the king of the north will come at him like a tornado, unleashing chariots and horses and an armada of ships who blow away anything in his path. As he enters the beautiful land, people will fall before him like dom dominoes. Only Edom, Moab and a few Ammonites will escape. As he reaches out, grabbing country after country, not even Egypt will be exempt. He will confiscate the treasuries of Egypt, of Egyptian gold and silver and other valuables. The Libyans and Ethiopians will fall in with him. Then disturbing reports will come in from the north and east that will throw him into a panic. Touring in rage, he'll rush to stamp out the threat, but he will no sooner have pitched camp between the Mediterranean Sea and the Holy Mountain, all those royal tents, than he'll meet his end, and not a soul around who can help. Chapter 12, Caption <clears throat> The worst trouble the world has ever seen. That's when Michael, the great angel prince, champion of your people, will step in. It will be a time of trouble, the worst trouble the world has ever seen. But your people will be saved from the trouble. Every last one found written in the book. Many who have been long dead and buried will, make, will wake up. Some to eternal life, others to eternal shame. Men and women who have lived wisely and well will shine brilliantly like the cloudless, star-strewn night skies. And those who put others on the right path to life will glow like stars forever. This is a confidential report, Daniel. For your eyes and ears only, keep it secret. Put the book under lock and key until the end. In the interim, there is going to be a 
in the interim, there is going to be a lot of frantic running around, trying to figure out what's going on. As I, Daniel, took all this in, two figures appeared, one standing on this bank of the river and one on the other bank. One of them asked a third man who was dressed in linen and who straddled the river, how long is this astonishing story to go on? The man dressed in linen who straddled the river raised both hands to the skies. I heard him solemnly swear by the eternal one that it will be a time, two times and half a time that when the oppressor of the holy people was brought down, the story would be complete. I heard all this plainly enough, but I didn't understand it. So I asked, Master, can you explain this to me? Go on about your business, Daniel, he said. The message is confidential and under lock and key until the end, until things are about to be wrapped up. The populace will be washed clean and made like new. <clears throat> but the wicked will just keep on being wicked without a clue about what is happening. Those who live wisely and well will understand what's going on. The rapture of the church. Glory to God. Verse 11. From the time that the daily worship is banished from the temple, and the obscene desecration is set up in its place, there will be 1,290 days. Blessed are those who patiently make it through the 1,335 days, and you go about your business without fretting or worrying. Relax. When it's all over, you will be on your feet to receive your reward glory to god hallelujah and that brings us to the end of the old testament reading once again i'd like to thank the esteemed sister martha for this great opportunity thank you all esteemed family for making yourselves available thank you esteemed co-hosts for all the amazing work you do i'll now hand over to the affirmation team do have a prolific day everyone and god bless you Praise God, praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed brother Emmanuel. Thank you, esteemed sister Maka, for this opportunity. Right away, we are going to be taking our affirmation. I'd like for us to kindly unmute our mics as we take the affirmation. in the name of the Lord the Lord has made this the name of the Lord 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 has the Lord has the Lord has 
Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this opportunity over to the affirmation team of the to the meditation team. Thank you so much. Praise God. Thank you, esteemed Pastor Deborah, and thank you, Pastor Anya and Brother Emmanuel. Um, we'll jump into the meditation segment today, the eighth in our thirty days of wisdom and focus, and the theme for today: wisdom's partners. You have on the least wealth, riches, and honor. They actually others. If you read the whole of the book, um, the the eighth chapter, right? There are many others, but for the purpose of today's focus, this is what we are dealing with. And um, all that you require for your meditation is documented in the channel. Link is on the chat room, especially if you're joining us for the first time. Um, let's get to our meditation verse for today. Proverbs 8, verse 12, verse 14, and verse 18. I, wisdom, just so you know the wisdom that we're talking about, wisdom from God, make prudence my dwelling. You know that prudence is a synonym for wisdom. Discretion is a synonym for wisdom. So you might be wondering, so you find in this verse, you find Sophia, you find Sunesis, and you find Sponesis, all of them. I wisdom from God make prudence my dwelling, and I find out knowledge and discretion. I have counsel and I and sound knowledge. I have understanding. I have might and power. Riches and honor are with me. Enduring wealth and righteousness uprightness in every area and relation and right standing with God. You know, the Amplified Classic Translation helps you understand the details of what he's telling you. And he doesn't, the, the, the auto, the translator rather, doesn't want you in doubt as to what he's talking about. So often you find him trying to explain in detail what he means. And wisdom is telling you that if you would dwell with wisdom, if you would go for wisdom, if you would walk for wisdom, if you would walk with wisdom, if you allow wisdom run its full course in you, these are things that will also be manifest in your life. There's prudence, there's knowledge, there's discretion, there's counsel, there's understanding, there's might. Might here, you know, we have might and we have power. It's not talking about physical strength. It's talking about influence and affluence. Riches and honor are with me. Enduring wealth. You know, yeah, can somebody quickly help us check the word enduring? Because um, 
all of these things are important, but I want you to um wealth is one area that you know the um the Bible says that money answered all things. And um if you've been reading the um powerful principles of financial increase, um Pastor John Avanzini clearly differentiated uh, money and the love of money. And he made us understand that through the years, the devil has made many Christians feel like being rich is a sin. You know, remember that David's prayer that says that, um, don't make me too rich so that I would not forget you. Don't make me poor, um, too poor so that I would not steal and all of that. Anyways, you always remember that you are not of the Old Testament, you are of the new creation. And the new creation, all things were given to us. Enduring, it says, lasting over a period of time, durable. You know that um, for for many people, they've seen money. Money comes and goes for them. Um, but wisdom is telling you that the kind of wealth that I bring, and wealth here is beyond money. Money, financial and material um, possession are just one of the aspects of wealth. And boy, but the focus is enduring, right? It says that this wealth that it brings for you is enduring. It won't come and go. If you walk with wisdom, I remember last year, um, if you all remember very well, in the in the month of December, the Lord told us, he said, he's going to give us ideas, ideas that would make up the billion, make us billions. How many of you remember? And how many of you got those ideas? You see, so the idea is one. Teaching you the, the the path of wealth is one. Then teaching you the path of enduring wealth is another thing. So he's giving you the idea. Are you going to follow through on it? And you see, the beautiful thing about wisdom is that it shows you signs. And many of us had signs. We had several amazing testimony. I remember the brother who, um, um, you know, went from... Um, he, he, I think he, he's into um real estate like properties, and before then they would sell a plot of land, sell five plots of land. I think from his testimony, maybe the highest they had sold at the time was about ten plots. And then here, the wisdom, a word came forth, and it says that there's somebody here who do a hundred plot, and by the next day, within twenty four hours, they were already um concluding on a deal to sell a hundred plots. And then a thousand, you know, and so wish wisdom would um would show you signs that of what is possible, but wisdom is looking for the person that would walk with him. Or will I say she? Because in Proverbs, yeah, at different times, wisdom was described as a woman. But wisdom is also the Lord Jesus Christ. So when I say he, I'm also referring to Christ, right? Wisdom is looking for that person. Wisdom, you know, for many young people, they want quick money, you know, touch and go. No, um, wisdom wants you. The thing about quick money is that quick to come, quick to go. But when you when you accumulate wealth through practicing principles of wealth, it's enduring. Is that not what you want? Who wants quick money and who wants enduring wealth? There are people in the house. Quick money or enduring wealth, what do you want? And, you know, the beautiful thing about today is that if you read the powerful principles of um, financial increase, you are good to go. You are really good to go, brothers and sisters. And I can guarantee you that this this, this um, 2024 for us here, it's a year of principles. It's a year where we're going to be practicing the principles. And you know when they say that, I know how um, in the message, authority for success, it was, no, 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 it's um, fight the good fight of faith, part three. So said, miracles are constructed. And when you understand the principles, you'll be constructing miracles. And that's what 2024 will be for you. You will just find that you are able to make anything happen. You want a financial miracle, you want a business miracle, you want a health miracle, whatever it is, because you would have mastered the principle. And that's where we're getting to. 
you know, sometimes certain things take time. Before you write jam, you had to go to secondary school for how many years? You were prepared for so many years and that jam will not test you on everything that you were taught through those six, five, five, six years. So sometimes it takes time for you to be built, to be, to learn, right? And then when you've learned, you just pass your exam. So 2024 is a year of passing exams for us. Passing exams. You just be, you'll be amazed at the wonders of God in your life. I tell you. So let wisdom run its full course in you. Praise God. Let's quickly take the communion. First Corinthians 11 and verse 23. For I received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that it in the same night. Can we always have the scriptures open ahead? Let's not get there and then that's when we are opening. Pastor Ndapandula, please ensure that that's possible at all times. For I received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Wisdom runs its full course in us. And even today, we have recognized wisdom's partners. And we know that these ones work with wisdom. We allow wisdom to indeed run its full course in us. Is there anything in our lives that stops wisdom from having its way? It's broken away from us as we break this bread. And we reiterate the fact that we are in fellowship with God, fellowship with Christ. We are just as he is. And we have all that he has. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Please break the bread and eat it. Verse 25, after the same manner also he took the cup when he had stopped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. These two years after he drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as he ate this bread and drink this cup, he just showed the Lord that till he comes. By this cup, O oh Lord, we thank you. For our oneness with you is guaranteed. And if you are wisdom, then we are wisdom. Wisdom has its full cost in us. The expressions of wisdom is seen in our daily lives. We master these principles and we're miracle workers. We're creators of miracles. Thank you. Because the year ahead is filled with so many amazing material and financial increase. Wealth which no man has searched out. Wealth untold. Just as your scripture has said. It is so in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. You can take the call. Um, Father, in the name of Lord Jesus, I thank you for those who are giving their offerings as they send to your churches. Blessed, blessed, blessed is their Lord, and all is well with them, spirit, soul, and body, all ramifications of their lives, the devourers rebuked for their sake, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. All right, the wisdom affirmation is on the on the group. Um, you can take that at your personal time of um, meditation. I'll hand over to the celebration team for the wrapping up of this devotion today. Have a great day, everyone. God bless you. Thank you so much, Mr. Maka. I want enduring wealth. And sorry, um, Pastor Debbie, a quick announcement. I did talk about... um. I, I, I'm having a personal retreat sometime at the end of the year, precisely from the 26th, right? 26th um, to, to, to wrap up on the morning of 29th. If you are in Lagos or its environs or would like to come to Lagos for the retreat, please reach out to Sister Peace if you want to be a part of it. I'm inviting you. I'm bringing you in. It's my personal retreat, but... Um, I think that that's where I want to teach the strategies I talked about. Um, for the sake of those who are not in Lagos, there's an option for online participation. So Sister Peace has all the details and you can contact her. Please, um, if you're interested, you literally have just one week to show your interest so that we can conclude plans. <laughs> the retreat is going to be at Redemption Camp. Thank you very much, Pastor Debbie. Thank you so much, Ma, for opening that opportunity to us. Thank you. Thank you so much. I am particularly grateful. Glory to God. So it's the 
celebration segment if it's your birthday today the birthday of a loved one please quickly come to the chat room and tell us about it so we can celebrate with you if it's um your first time of joining us and inspired by the word also let us know we'd like to know your full name what state or city you're connected from if you're connected from within nigeria if you're connected from outside nigeria do let us know what country and of course who invited you glory to god Okay, Sister Glennis says, today is my choir leader's birthday. Her name is Sister Ella. Happy birthday to Sister Ella. Glory, glory to God. Any other birthdays? Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for everyone celebrating their birthday today in this special location. Anyone who has an anniversary, a special event, we pray for that one today and we decree and declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that your hands are mighty upon them. Hallelujah. Blessing them, increasing them, oh God, in all of their endeavors. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as they walk the walk right in wisdom, hallelujah, in insight, in knowledge, and it's their season of thanksgiving. Thank you, precious Father. And anyone who's joining us today for the first time, yes, they begin their wisdom walk on a high note, hallelujah, with increased understanding of your word, hallelujah, and they will fly, fly, soaring high, higher than the eagles. Thank you, precious Father, in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen, amen, amen. Okay. And should there be please, Sister Peace should drop her name and phone number on the chat room with the country code oh. so that those who need to contact her can contact her. All right, Sister Peace, please quickly do that so that um they can see the message. Okay, Sister Effie says today is my daughter's birthday, Giovina Giovanni Giovanni, sorry, Giovanni said Giovanni is two years old. Happy, happy birthday to her. Um, Sister Imelda said today is my first solidarity's birthday, Pastor Jane. Happy, happy birthday to Pastor Jane. Sister Vanessa said today is my colleague's birthday. His name is Kelvin. Happy birthday to Kelvin. Uh, my friend's birthday, Graham McKay from Peculiar Abundance. Happy, happy birthday to him. Sister Imelda says today is my solidarity's birthday, Sister Hannah. Happy birthday to Sister Hannah. Glory to God. Okay, Sister Pieces. Information is her phone number is on the chat room. If you need to reach her concerning the retreat, please do so quickly. You can just copy it and reach out to her later. Congratulations to everyone celebrating today. God bless you. Right away, we are going to be unmuting our mics and sharing the grace. Thank you so much, Esteem Stamaka, for this opportunity. Let's kindly unmute our mics and share the grace of fellowship. Grace, <laughs> 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 